Howdy and welcome back to Next in Line. I'm your host, Ty Lewis, and today we've got a really, really big guest. Um, back in the spring, um, Hunter was the uh, host of Next in Line, kind of the founder, the father, the godfather, you know. He founded it, he started it. Well, we're bringing him back on today and uh, having him be my guest, as I was once his guest. The uh, Pat- oh, how the tables have turned. Yeah, oh, how the tables have turned. And the old Padawan now becomes a Jedi. Yes. Um, you know, I learned learned a lot. Did learned a lot. from the best, really. Well, you could say that. I mean, <laughs> you never know. I kind of... It's what you want it to be. It's all, if so facto, what you want. Um, but today we got we're about halfway through AM season. Yes. Um, we're six games in, six games left. Um, the NFL close to get halfway, about a week or two away. Yeah. Um, and then next week, um, I think next week, World Series will start whenever the yeah. Strohs and the Yanks the wrap up. Wreck up. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. ALCS, right? Yeah. Yep. I don't want to keep saying NLCS. NLCS is already done. Swept. Swept. Really shocking. Um, but no, first let's go to the um, A&M. All right, what do you got? We're 3-3 right now. Yep. Lackluster. Yep. Um, I mean, it's hard to say lackluster, but three of our losses are to two number one overall teams and like a, what, a top 15? Auburn's roughly top um, 10, top 15 still, even after losing to Florida. They're at 11. 11. So if you want to say... There's no really such there's no really such thing as good losses, but we do have really good losses. Like on paper, they look good. Um, they're all somewhat close, except for the Bama game. That's the only no, because we were projected to win our game, so we didn't cover our last two losses. We covered against Clemson. They seem close, but in all reality, they're we not. Haven't, we haven't covered in three weeks. Yeah, we're we, it's getting ugly. But we started out. On paper, the losses look good. If you watch the game, they look horrible. Oh, yeah, I think that um, other than uh, Texas State and Lamar, where we just destroyed some real small schools, I think that any time we're playing Power 5 this year has been extremely disappointing across the board, uh, if you want my honest opinion. I know a lot of that's accredited. There, there's some issues with this team. The O-line uh, is... Not there it's, yeah. at all. You know, we Non-existent. lost Baylor Cup right before the season starts. You lose, you know, uh, you can only imagine what they had planned for him, uh, him being as good as he was. And then, you know, we lose our starting running back really early on yeah, uh, against Clemson. I want to look to me, not even that big of an injury, but, you know. He's um, done. You know, you expect, yeah. you expect with A&M recruiting at such a high level and um, being a household name, you just expect there to be, you know, next guy up and, and – to find success, but we're not really. And I mean, if you look at the defense, defense is really young. The offensive line is really young. The defense is uh, the, the saving grace uh, yeah. of this team, in a lot my of opinion. Time. But here's the problem: uh, your defense can only be so good. Yeah, uh, you'll be you know playing at a high energy level like they typically do for so long. Uh, it's the offense. The offense has a really really hard time. The offense has a really, really hard time uh, producing yards. Staying on the field, I feel like. Uh, They just, um, you know, if they score, I feel like they score relatively quick. And if they're not going to, they're out. You know, it's It's a three and out. A lot of three and outs. You're you're back on the 
You got defense back out there. They can only be good for so long. So we might get like one first down and then we go boom, boom, boom. Just keep on it. Brain man did a lot of work. And I know, you know, you were talking about our losses being against number three Clemson, number 11 Auburn, and of course number one Bama. But I got to look at our wins. You know, when we're beating on Texas State, that's great. When we're beating on Lamar, that's great. Those are two games that we should do that. But we were a 21 and a half point favorite against Arkansas, and we squeaked by by four on a turnover on downs in the fourth quarter. I get it's always close, but, you know, Nick Starkle got hurt in that game halfway through. They didn't have a starting quarterback. This is a team that lost to San Jose State. That freshman quarterback, so he I, stepped up. I'm going to give him that. We just got to play better. There's a lot of things. Jimbo's big motto is it ain't going to be like it used to be. And it ain't like it used to be. It's mm-hmm. a lot of this is looking like the Kevin Sumlin era. Uh, I uh, here's something I can't stand right now, and I see this a lot on the internet and text ags. Uh, you can't you you can't knock knock on Jimbo right now. You just you can't. Um, he hadn't been there long enough. You know he recruited a great class, number three in the nation last year. That's great. Those guys got to get matured. That's a really that's his starting point. Is that class that he recruited this? past year that's there now um you got to give him time to put the players that he wants to put in the system you know he he didn't recruit Kalman. Kalman was already there he's working with what we've got so you know if you know three years from now when his freshmen Jimbo's freshmen are seniors and we're still not competing at a level that we need to be uh, that's when I think you grab your torches and pitchforks but right now I just think it's so I know um, your biggest problem with this year's team is Kellen Mond. I've never been a big Kellen Mond guy, um, and I think his issues are becoming more prevalent every week. Um, last last year, they really weren't so noticeable because, I mean, you were still winning games. Well, you were playing good. Year, I, I can't hold Kellen Mond as a, as a sophomore to as high a standard as I would a junior because he only got to work with Jimbo for a couple months, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he'd been with Jimbo for a year and a half. He knows the system. Our key should know the system. Uh, and, and like I said, I know there's a lot of he can't make his reads because the O-line's not there. But why do you think he's playing better last year than he did? Why, is, why do you think he's playing worse this year than he did last year? Because when Jimbo's first like first couple months in here, he looked really well. You know, he did what he needed to do. I don't, know, I don't know what happened to him. Because um, I remember at Texas State, we were really excited. He looked great going through his reads. That one good. Passes down. looked good. And then in Clemson, you know, right off the bat, the first drive, uh, they ran a post right over the middle of the field. He's wide open, got an overthrown, and that's something that we've seen week in, week out with him. It's him missing big throws. You know, that was I uh, rewatched the Alabama game, and there was one throw in particular. Um, I think it was Jamon Osmond on the right sideline. Gets down, does a move, gets past the corner, gets past the safety. He's there for a touchdown if the the, the uh, balls on the money, and I remember listening to Gary Danielson just going. That was the Kendrick Rogers one. Um, no, no, that was a different one. A different one. This is a different. Okay. one. This is when uh, remember it was just a. You got to make the pass. There's there was no pressure. He just overthrew him, and I remember Gary Danielson just going, "That's a pass that you expect your junior quarterback to make." Not to mention the four and a half yard slant that he missed. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Look at the final score: Alabama forty-seven, and him. 28. Well, if Kalamon doesn't overthrow those two super easy touchdowns, it's that's a whole different game. So yeah, it's I mean, down by five points. There's, there's, that's a question I've had to ask myself all year is, how did these games end up different 
at the end if he's hitting these early touchdowns. Yeah. Because you're, you're putting energy back on the team. If you're missing stuff, you know, I mean, the receivers can run the greatest routes in the world, but if you're not going to hit them when they're open, you know, it's going to drop more out uh, for everybody. I'm just sure. So, next year, I think it's going to be really good. Um, we got a really big four star offensive yep. uh, lineman yep. commit over the weekend or the days. other day. Um, and then Haynes King from Longview, Dem and Demas from the Houston yep. area. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's saying that we are now the front runner for Zach Evans. I know you keep up with it a lot. Yeah. Um, Yep. I'm excited for what this class can bring in. Um, I really hope Hanks King can come in and, if he does play as a freshman, um, do something with this offense. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, I like Hanks King. You know, I think he was just a little under the radar uh, until this past summer um, when he went to, uh, I think it was the uh, Elite 11 camp up, yeah. in, up in Dallas. And that's when he kind of got on everyone's radar because he just. He was tearing it up, man. Every day, I think he won MVP of the day, all three days of that camp. So uh, he got on people's radars, and he's having a really great senior year from what I uh, have seen. Um, and then uh, Demis. Uh, not playing the senior year. Not playing the senior year, and I think it's so funny, but I keep up with him, too, and he's moving up in the national rankings. Yeah. It's because he ain't going to get hurt. You know, he's not playing. He's not going to get hurt, but he's going to stay in shape. He's working with... Uh, Footwork King. Right? Yep, Footwork King down in Houston, so... Uh, I think he's good. He's one crazy recruiter. Also, I think a lot of these guys he's in closer than I think. That's why we're leading with Zach Evans. Um, yeah. Zach Evans also not playing his senior year. And really? That's for, mm-hmm, that was for some discipline. He didn't agree with his coach, which is kind of a red flag to me. That coach yeah. ended up suspending him, and he just said, I'll quit the team. So he's also not playing his senior year. I still think he's a really good running back. I think he is the playmaker that we need in the backfield. I have no doubt that if he does end up coming here, he will be starting week one uh, in the backfield. I think he's that good, that explosive. Um, but if we get all three of them, that'll be the first time in a long time. And it picks up the number one quarterback, running back, wide receiver in the state of Texas, and that would be – Pretty big for Jimbo. One big, really lackluster key um, player on the defense that they said was going to be really good this year is uh, Leon O'Neal uh, Jr. Yeah. Wake him up nine. I remember all off season he was hyping it up, hyping it up, hyping it up. And then there was a t- like the first touchdown Clemson scored, he gave up because he mm-hmm. broke pre- – he got rid of his coverage and tried to go get Trevor Lawrence. He was sack. Um, he's not really producing the numbers. No, here's the deal. Uh, I, I love him. I think I think he's gonna if he stays healthy. I think mm-hmm. he will end up. He's just still too young. Though. But I love his energy. I think he's something that we're missing. I think this is another little critique I have with Kelmont. Is he Kelmont, You know, he, he's just never stepped into that leadership role, and I, it's hard yes. for me to knock him because not everyone's going to be a natural born leader. Uh, you know, it's frustrating when when you see um, these other. You know, big powerhouse schools. You look at Oklahoma, look at what Jalen Hurts has done. He came in as a grad senior. He's being a crazy huge leader over there. As much as I hate to say it, and, you know, I'm doing horns down as I'm saying this, but Sam Ellinger, you know, I don't really love him. He's one hell of a player, though, and honestly, he's a great leader. He makes that team better, you know. Uh, we just don't have that. I mean, I think, uh, and I don't, I, I, unfortunately, I don't think Kellen Mond's ever going to be that. He's not that now, and I don't think he ever will be. But I think the energy that Leon O'Neill has as a sophomore is good. He's yeah. starting, you know, he's just starting in the SEC his sophomore year. Um, he's gonna be a leader on that defense. He's gonna be 
you know, he's, he's going, going to yeah. grow quite a bit. So the one thing you, you always notice watching Kellen, whenever he comes off the field after three and out or after whatever, he just talks to Jimbo and then he never, there's almost no teammate interaction with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, you hate to see it from a quarterback not doing that. Yeah. He's something to, you know, get the train rolling, get it back on track. Let's get some momentum because it's a big thing. You get one big play on the defense, get scoring offense, you know, it's a whole mm-hmm. shift of momentum, especially in Calfield with that um, student section we have. Yeah. Um, well, we have six games left. We have Georgia and LSU. Um, and, and I'll be honest, look, I got the schedule pulled up here in front of me. Um, prior to the year, I, I thought that we were – I was very confident um, that we would – you know, I didn't expect us to win this gauntlet schedule. We're not there yet. We're not uh, – there's going to be – look, it, this year we're going to have to, you know, trudge through the rest of it, but the future is bright for Aggie football. Say um so big shout out and thanks to the sponsor Cambridge College Station yep. um for providing or letting us have the show on um, next the NFL we're a couple of weeks away from being halfway through the season um, I think there's maybe one or two undefeated teams left and my Patriots or, my Patriots are there one or two teams left winless the uh, Miami Tanks and the Dolphins yep. and there's one more I know is it Cincy. Um, I think Cincinnati is still winless. Maybe, yeah. All I know is that the Redskins and the Dolphins were playing, and everybody was calling it the Suck Bowl. Because yep. both undefeated. And then the two-point conversion the Dolphins went for to win the game. It's, so there's two undefeated teams right now. Patriots and the Niners. Niners. That's insane. And after seeing Jimmy G go one for six for zero yards and a pick in the preseason, I did not think he would around, be He's doing it this year. He's a player. But the Dolphins lost in typical Miami Dolphins Bengals, fashion. Bengals still have not won. You are um, correct. The other day. So if the NFL season, if you had to pick your Super Bowl matchup right now, who would be in it? Oh, man. Uh, uh, there's only one team in the AFC that's going to stop the Patriots. That's the Chiefs. Yes. They've shown weakness already. But? Two losses. But it'd be a good game. Tyreek Hill's back. Terry kills back. Um, they don't have a running game. They're a one-dimensional team. I mean, Kareem Hunt comes in a couple weeks off yeah, suspension. I don't know. A lot of people are thinking about, you know, why doesn't Cleveland just get rid of Yeah, Why doesn't Cleveland just trade away Hunt? They don't need him. Chubb's doing great. So maybe that happens. Right now, though, uh, if they don't establish a running game, LaShawn McCoy is not the answer there. Uh, if they don't establish a running game, they're a one-dimensional team, and Bill Belichick will pick on the park, and the Patriots will be back. I really think that Kareem Hunt um, – Suspension when he gets off of it when he joins the team, things to be play a bigger role than people think. I don't. I think Nick Chubb is too good, and I think he's definitely earned the right to be the bell. Chubb's in the Browns. Hmm? Sorry, what did I say? Uh, Hunt. Hunt's at Kansas City. No, Kareem Hunt is with the Browns. Oh, time. I was confused. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's. Yeah. I don't know why. But it's. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's right. That's right. Yeah, on the Browns other side. end of the spectrum, man. Ugh. Cowboys don't look very good. <laughs> 3-0 to the season. Yeah, well. No. Uh, the Saints. Minnesota looks pretty good, man. They do. Minnesota looks good. good. I don't think Dude. the Packers are... Uh, I don't think the Packers are, like, super elite or anything. I think, uh, you know, they sweep by with a win on Monday Night Football at home on a last-second field goal. I don't know if that's not very... Uh, 
Convincing to me. Uh, the Saints look good, man. Without Drew Brees, Teddy Bridgewater looking good down there. They're five and one. The Nolans. Um, yeah, I mean, how can you not look at the Niners and the Seahawks too? Russell Wilson looks really good. Those two teams are really great. The NFC West is just. I don't. I don't believe. Kyler, Kyler looks good in Arizona. If you want my answer, I think he's killing it uh, down there. I think you know. What are they, like, what, 1-3-1? One, and one? They're 2-3-1. and one, Dude, they're one, they got another He's one. starting to get in his groove. You know, he's, he's looked pretty good these last couple of weeks, so I think they'll have continued success, but I think the Niners will not win it out. I don't know, man. Uh, honestly, uh, I think your AFC title game will be Patriots-Chiefs again. Yeah. Uh, just me, I would take the Patriots because I'm a Patriots fan. Um, but I like the Niners right now. You know, if Jimmy G stays healthy, he was good before he got hurt. You know, if he stays healthy, I can only imagine how far that team will go. I'll say, I think you're right about the AFC team, our AFC matchup. I think it's going to be Patriots-Chiefs. I think it's going to be a little bit closer this year than it was last year. Um, I know last year was pretty close, but I still think the Chiefs might be able to kind of finish it up and get there this year because Mahomes last year was his first year in the playoffs, you know, yep. getting used to it. But I think now he's going to be back, kind of used to it, being back, and like, like know, let's actually do this thing now. Um, but, yeah, I think – I don't believe the hype in Russell Wilson up in Seattle – um, yeah, they're like five and one, six and one, something like that. Five and one. I just don't like Russell Wilson. Um, I think he's just, does not like Russell. Wilson. He's just overhyped. I mean, I don't really. You mean he's overhyped? He's the what is he? He's one of the top two for the uh, MVP race right now. He's having a great year. Outstanding. Doing a lot with nothing up there really. Um, I couldn't tell you one wide receiver in Seattle except for DK Metcalf. No DK. <laughs> You're a big fan of DK. Um, but no, I think there's going to be the Chiefs versus the Saints this year and the old Super Things will get robbed in the sugar. That's a big thing. They want to come back from that, and that was huge last year. They should have went. I forget that they were that close to going. They should have went. Pass interference call. Get them every time. No pass interference call. All right, and uh, finally, it's October, which means um, baseball is yep. – Fixing to end. Yep. Um, the ALCS is wrapping up now. I know the game from yesterday got yesterday being Wednesday got delayed mm-hmm. until today being yep. Thursday. Um, I think the Astros gave up game one, um, but yep. then after that they were looking strong. They've yep. been hitting the ball really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a chance they could sweep Yankees at home. I know I was talking to a buddy of mine today would be the game they would give up. Because um, we're having to run the bullpen tonight, it's gonna be kind of a struggle. But I think if they keep hitting like they do, I don't think there's anything that can stop them. Um, yeah, I... They were insane. Correa, Altuve, they're just going on. They're just knocking them out of the park in the first inning. They kind of like slowing down the Yankees' momentum. Even at home, and it's a great environment, and atmosphere up in New York in October, playing in. Whatever they call the stadium, Yankee Stadium. Yankee Stadium. Yankee um, Stadium. But I think if they don't sweep them in New York, I think they'll definitely come home and win Game Five or Six or Game Six. Uh, I know. I, I, I can. I think I can test for everybody when I say this is definitely the more interesting of the two series. Oh yes. Um, but here at the end of the day, look, we're all going back and forth. Who's going to make it? Uh, no one's really looking to who already has made it. You know, the Nationals are there. They just swept. You know, I know that this is way more exciting watching Astros Yanks, but the Nationals don't look bad. 
Yeah. You know, a bad team's not going to sweep the NLCS. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, we can talk about what we want, but it's a sleeping giant idea. Yeah. I'm saying, I think... It ain't sleeping now, it's a I think once it get there, I, and the Astros will handle the Yankees, and I say six games, so they'll come back home, win in Houston, bring it down from H time, um, taking it back, and then they'll go over to the nation's great capital, D.C., and take it back from... Nets. Um, I say they do it in, I'll give them six games because um, I know they get home field advantage. The Strohs do for having like 107 wins. Insane amount of numbers. Baseball season's too long. Mm-hmm. General. Um, and there's a lot of things wrong with MLB in my opinion. Um, it's one reason I don't really keep up with it until the playoffs because there's just too many games that really matter until you get into the thick of it. Um, but Astros in six against the Yankees. I say Astros bring it back to H Town, the great state of Texas, and six games against the Nats. Um, I, 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 I like the Yankees tonight. You do? I like the Yankees tonight to tie it up, and from there, man. I mean, the Yankees are favored by almost two runs, which. See, but only the Yankees are hitting as well as the. Need to be. Yeah, but the Yankees have all the power in the world. If they, you know, if they start, you can't stop them. But that's the same thing with the Astros. So, you know, we'll see. I think the Astros have the much better pitching staff. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it'll be interesting. Like I said, I think it's it's just good baseball. It's good to see. You know, October's Texas always a good month. Versus New York. I say it's always a good. You always know when you get to October, you're gonna see a good game. Yeah. Um, well. There you have it. For me, Astros in sixth and ALCS and the series. Taking it back, bringing it back to Texas. Um, we got Han Hall coming in um, on October 30th, yep. two weeks. Definitely go to that. I'm ex- super excited. I know all the uh, other RAs are excited to be there or get their rooms ready. We're getting it ready, getting it all set up and done. Game watching party for the Ole Miss game is this weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, Games at six thirty, right? To six thirty kickoff. Um, I think. Let's get that rural. Yes. It is. So, yeah, six thirty kickoff. So we come there. We should be in there around six fifteen. Yeah. I will not be there. I'm going to Austin this weekend. Um, but yeah, those are the big events coming up. Game watching party and then hall on hall event. Yeah, I have me and Daniel have a hall hall event tonight. Uh, Thursday night, Mario Kart and Raising Canes. I'm excited for it. I think we're gonna have a really good show out. Um, a little woohoo, big some blowout. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be good. Good luck, show out. Winner is getting a good old Amazon gift card. I'll uh, just keep it moving. Play some Mario Kart. Get a blue shell in there every now and there. Um, but besides that, be back next week. We're out. Thanks, guys.